Okay. Uh, good evening, everybody. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group, and this is the 22nd of July, and today is Sunday, and it is just after 5 Eastern Time in the United States, and um, we are discussing The Rising Sea by Clive Cussler, and it is um, a thriller, and uh, as I usually do, when I first start these things, I say, uh, did you like the book, why or why not? Well, I guess I'm starting as I usually do. I loved the book. But I love action-packed books. It was just terrific. One one challenge after another for these good scientists against Walter Hahn and his crowd. And I just want to ask you: Was is Dirk Pitt? I haven't really read. I'm ashamed to say that many Dirk Pitt books, if I have it all. Is he the boss of them? He did. Kurt Austin was the hero here. Does Clive Cussler use different heroes? I thought it was only Dirk Pitt was his hero. Dirk Pitt has several different um, heroes that he uses in his books. He has the the Oregon series, which is the Juan Cabrillo um, series about the the Oregon, the the uh, amazing boat that looks like it's a scrappy, but once you get in it, it's this state of the art um, research vessel and so forth. Um, then you have the, uh, the, the Paul and Remy Trout series, and then there's the Dirk Pitt the Sun series, and then there's the Dirk Pitt the Elder, you know, the original Clive Cussler books, um, plus all of his, his uh, historical stuff in the, in the early 1920s or whatever it is, um, all about the trains and all that, which did not interest me. Um, so this one is, uh, as you say, this this is part of that particular series. Um, and it all circles around NUMA, which is apparently an actual organization, but the, the way it's run and stuff is not necessarily accurate in the books, but um, Dirk Pitt starts out as, you know, uh, one of the chief investigators or whatever for NUMA, and he ends up running the place, and his son is is, uh, doing investigations, and his daughter, and, um, and, you know, all the the other books as well. And they all... uh, connect back to NUMA. So everything connects to NUMA, if that makes sense. Thank you. That really helps. Well, I enjoyed this book. Um, I've not read a lot of Clive Cussler before, um, and I've certainly not read any in the NUMA files, so starting at 15, I thought, oh, this, I wonder if I'm going to be able to follow it, but um, I didn't feel at any time that I was missing anything, you know, having not read the other ones. And um, it was a bit more action-packed than I normally like. I don't normally like quite as much action. And we seem to be sort of um, in the middle of a fight all the way through. <laughs> but it was good, though. I liked the idea and um, I liked the environmental side of it. That was interesting. And the robots, um, I, I really liked the, uh, the ro- especially those killing robots. Uh, they were amazing things. 
very frightening and um, I, I really liked it it was it was good it was good fun I'm not sure I'd go back and read any more but as a book it was fast moving and really good fun um, yeah, uh, admittedly, overall, I, I just um, remembered last night, or I got the email yesterday, so I started reading it last night, I'm about two-thirds of the way through, um, do not worry about any spoiler discussions, um, I'm committed enough to the book that I am going to finish it. Um, it is very action-packed, and there's a lot going on, and um, if I have... A criticism, it's only a mild one. I, I think I prefer a little bit more character development. I would I would like to hear some, and, and it may be because it's the 15th book, but I, I would like a little bit more backstories on some of the main characters, just to humanize them a little bit more. It, it seemed to me that they're kind of like in the present, and that's all you know about them. Um, that's just my thing, but I do like the book. I love environmental um uh, challenges and and you know I, I read a lot of books um, that have oh not dystopian but potential you know dystopian stuff like I really enjoyed the Age of Miracles and stuff just about the Earth fighting back and I like technology versus human kinds of struggles and so it's got a lot to keep my interest um, I really like it well if you want. Historical, as far as the characters go, I think he did did more with the Dirt Pit series, as far as their history, uh, than they did with the Numa Files. I'm afraid I've read enough of his books that he's starting to be formulaic. It's you know you can predict everything's going to come down to the last minute, but the good guys always win. The bad guys always lose. Um, but he can still crank. He can still keep my interest. But I don't put his books at the top of my list anymore, with the exception of the ones that take place uh, in the late eighteen hundreds. Those are different enough that I, they haven't gotten formulaic. That's interesting, Marshall, because uh, I never could get into those, but oh well. But yeah, it is formulaic. Okay, I agree. And it it's action-packed and all that, but I thought it would be fun for the summer, you know, just because it's an easy read. It's a beach read. You know, it's it's you don't have to go to the beach, although uh, it would be nice with sand under your toes and, and uh, you know, whatever to to read while you're lying in the sun and whatever but uh you know it's a it's a beach read you know it's it's not uh anything that is um you know um so and as far as um next month goes you can get it off a of bard it's fine um, but a- Alan likes this, pat- this particular reader, whoever he is, and is offering to, quote, share, unquote, a copy that he has that, is, that has that particular reader. So, um, which is somewhat, 
uh, dicey, but not, well, no. but if Bob says it's all right, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, but I liked, I particularly liked the, uh, the science in the book. I liked the robots. I liked the, um, the idea that there could be water underneath the ocean that was fresh and it was very interesting. And I know that that part of the book is is true, and it just fascinated me. I love science fiction, and um, you know, reading about science and and so forth. So that that was what really grabbed my interest about this particular book. Yes, it's formulaic, and and I know that, uh, but I I did like the science part of it. Um, anybody have anything to say about the characters? in this book well obviously i didn't like walter hahn and uh that and that doctor um that worked with him i'm glad the robots finally got him liz you'll read about that but uh you know i didn't lie i like the girl is it ioka whatever her name was she was a, a sex slave or whatever and broke loose and i like was it shogun i'm trying to remember the names the master he he was impressed with you and he got killed but he was a good guy. And you have to like Kurt Austin uh, and Joe and uh, Paul and oh, the girl. Uh, it's a funny name, but she was great. They're very intelligent people. I, 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 I'm not as sophisticated as you guys. I, I didn't know about the submarine. They could, what, tie to a ship or follow, follow a ship. All these um, gadgets they had, weaponry on both sides, really. But they they got were able to go into Chinese waters and with that submarine and get a you know a picture. I imagine that could all happen. And uh, I I don't know how far we are with the robots, the war bots as they call them. Is that what the next war is going to be like? Who's got the better robots on each side? Uh, that was that can be a lot of food for thought. And if you get into the, anything to save the environment, I'm for, and I'm sure a country can mess around, whether Russia, the United States, or China or somebody and start raising the sea levels. People are saying that's happening now. So uh, there we go. You know, you always, if you hear George Norrie, the flying saucer man, he's always got someone out and says, Florida will be underwater very, you know, very soon. So we've got to fight that. And uh, so that's what I like, too, about the environment. And I agree with Liz. Yeah, they could have been a little better character development. They just threw them at us and uh, with a few words about each one. Right. I, I didn't get... I'm I'm not yet super. I mean, attached. I, I it's I it's I'm not really attached to any one of the characters. It's more of the plot line and how they figure into it. But um, yeah, it, it, the whole uh, what we are doing to our Earth, you know. And people can argue till the cows come home that global, uh, you know, climate cha- climate change is not occurring or it's not man-made. There are natural causes for climate change, but. We can't do anything about that. We can do something about what we do to impact our environment. And if you just look at Oklahoma with fracking and how tremendously, how how many more earthquakes they're having now than they ever had before, and it's all about fracking, uh, you can't just drill into the earth constantly and go super deep the way they were doing in this book without expecting to destabilize the foundation and so that's I think the message is real clear and I think I don't know in my opinion I would say drones are kind of war bots 
you know, they have the ability, you know, right now to do some pretty horrific things, um, machines, you know, going in and targeting people and killing them, taking them up pretty precisely. So, yeah, I think it's happening, um, and it's probably only going to get more sophisticated as we go on. Well, I know that DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, is holding an annual contest to develop uh, self-driving military vehicles, um, mostly for supply use. But I was reading, I think it was The Economist, and they are now talking about the point of having drones, drone fighter jets, so pilot, they don't even have pilots in the fighter jets anymore. They just launch them on their mission, and they just go do their thing. Um, so I think we're probably pretty close. If you like science books that are kind of action-y, I would recommend the James Rawlings Sigma series because he actually, at the end of the book goes through and explains what's real science and not. Some of them are all historical and historical religious and um, you know, they've had robots and biological warfare and all kinds of things. Uh, His are kind of scary because then he comes back and tells you what what parts are true and unfortunately or fortunately depending upon your point of view a large part of the stuff he writes about have already have already been done in the real world um, well I, I agree with Liz that um, I didn't really feel I, I got to know the characters but I presume that was all done earlier on I suppose they can't keep going over and over it but I wasn't quite sure what you know what the relation was between um, you know the two our two main good blokes uh, I thought that could have as you say could have been done a bit more but I did enjoy the science you know I enjoyed this idea of um, finding this new mineral or was it mineral metal that was more precious than gold and trying to mine it out that was um, and linking it back to the swords uh, that we saw in the first the first chapter um, I like that kind of mixing the old and the and the new but uh, I was really interested in the robots you know the way they were trying to make them lifelike I think they're a good way off that yet but um, as far as the fighting robots go, I mean, I'm always of the opinion that we don't really know what our governments have got, that, you know, <laughs> they're not going to let us know the worst of what they've got, but I know they're working hard on it. But I like the, the idea of trying to make the Austin robot, you know, when they were saying how they tried to make him realistic. He only had to look in one place for so many seconds and then look down at his watch and adjust various things. And, you know, it was, um, it was quite a lot of detail. And as well, I like the bit at the end where the robots, because they hadn't been told to stop mining, they'd carried on mining and mining and mining and mining all this stuff out. They just never stopped, you know. There was so many touches. It was quite had some funny bits in it as well. There's a lot of humour in it, um, which I think lightened it up and made it, like um, Anne said, more of a, a light read. So I think he did a good job. I don't think I could read very many of them. You know, I think maybe one a year would probably be enough. But, uh, no, it was, it was good. 
Yes, it was, and maybe I'll do two a year there, Shell, on that. Um, I wonder, though, the NUMA guys, Kurt, and here we go again, uh, and Joe, and Paul, and the, the lady, they were really good in jujitsu, well, judo, everything. Do they learn? You know, I don't know anything about NUMA. Are they, are they all scientists? Are they James Bond-type guys, or is that just the book? I mean, you think you could have Kurt Austin handcuffed? Well, look what they did. They they handcuffed him, and he goes down the side of the thing and finds a way to have the, the rusty uh, part of the of the pipe cut his chains, and he gains his freedom and look out. And I just wondered if they're trained that way, or are they all scientific? The guys in Numa. Well, I think that uh, Numa has a. Uh, section that is, uh, you know, protecting the environment and, and sort of like the CIA for the for the oceans or whatever you want to call it. But I think um, both Kurt and Joe and uh, Paul uh, had uh, training with the Navy SEALs or the, you know, something. Uh, the special forces or whatever they had that background before they got into numa stuff so um depending on the on the the character and the lady is Ramy Ramy is is her name uh, don't ask me how to spell it but in any case um all right any more comments on this book <laughs> well i better i better write to him um now Okay, if it's the book I'm thinking of that he talked to me about, you've got to read it. I did. Bad Luck in Trouble. I think it's 13, 12 or 13 in the series. Lee Child by Lee Child, C-H-I-L-D, and he's written about 18, 19 books. And uh, I don't know, formulaic, I've learned a, a new use of a word, but you, can, you might argue that Reacher's predictable because he does win mostly. Bad guys... Good guys get killed in the books. He does. You know, you feel bad about it. But Reacher always ends by taking a Greyhound bus out of town. He doesn't stay with a girl if that's bad. You know, I don't know if that's formula, but you could predict he might meet a beautiful girl and he doesn't, he he has fun, but then he's on it off on a Greyhound bus taking off. And he's amazing. He always has a lot of money. He gets it one way or the other. I think it's great. Dick Hill is a really great reader of uh, the Reacher books. Um, You know, I'm a series reader. I love a good series. And after a while, most of them do get pretty formulaic. Um, So I I think that that's just a a thing that, you know, when you develop a a long series of books, for example, Janet Ivanovich's Stephanie Plum novels, they're just fun. But you can always predict what's going to happen, and Stephanie's going to get into her mess, and she still can't decide between this guy or that guy. But you just they're just fun. And so you either like the series or you don't. Um, but I think that that's just a hazard of the, of the, the series writers. Um, so I don't really mind it unless I don't particularly like the series, and then it's a problem. But speaking of which, I just have to make a recommendation. I have been I just started a new series. It's not on Bard, and I wish it were. But if you have Audible and you want to spend some credits, um, it's called The Bregden Chronicles, um, and it's written by um, Ginny Dye, and it's 
wonderful. It's set in pre-Civil War United States about two girls who, one's black, one's white, she's the plantation owner's daughter, and the black girl's her slave, but they grow up together, um, both fighting against slavery without each other's knowledge until they're pretty far along in the process. So (laughs) it's really, really well written, and I love the character development. I just highly recommend it. Again, it's the Bregdon Chronicles. The first one in the series is Storm Clouds Rolling In, and it's by Ginny Dye. Okay, I'm slow here. The Bregdon, B-R-E-G-D-O-N, and Dye, D-Y-E, is that, I'd love to read it. I'm going to get that, uh, that absolutely. That's great. Thanks for recommending it. Yes. Um, I believe that Bregdon is spelled B-R-E-G-D-O-N or whatever, but, but the, the, it's Ginny Dye, D-Y-E, and the first of the series is Stormcloud Rolling In. Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Okay. Now, does anyone want a copy of uh, Dick Hill reading this particular book? And, uh, uh, Bob, you're going to have to give me the, the title again because it went completely out of my head. Why don't you give me the title first, and then if anyone wants copies, I will take names and email addresses. So... Bob, what is the title again? Okay, if, if this is the one that we both read, he told me, you got to read it, I did. And I said, do it in August, Alan. Bad Luck in Trouble. Bad Luck in Trouble. And that's it. I think I heard it right with my bad hearing, but that Bad Luck in Trouble. I think it's 13 or 14 in the series. Okay. Now, does, does anyone want a copy? With that, I bid you all adieu. And have a good week, uh, have a good month, and I will see you in September. Let me just give you uh, the latest on Joni. You know that Joni's been a very active member of this group, and she's had several surgeries, abdominal surgeries. She had one Friday and uh, is improving, uh, and she's going to have a stint, is it, in her heart in a couple weeks. So she has really been through it for the last three months, but we are all praying and hoping that she'll be okay. That's the best I know, and I'm not a doctor, so don't ask me about anything else. I just know what I am told. Ah, oh, well, if you speak to her, give her my best, and I hope she's recovering. Although she has a, a, you know, a lot to put up with, but uh, let's hope she's over the worst of it now. And thanks, Anne, for running a good group. I hope you have a nice holiday whilst you're away. And thanks for the recommendation, Liz. I've made a note of that, and I'll, uh, I'll see if I can... Pick it up. Sounds good. I'll speak to you 